So the noise you're hearing is, <clears throat> excuse me, me in the car. I'm getting ready. I am on a journey, like a real journey. And as I'm driving, I'm thinking about past relationships, past friendships, family members, and I'm thinking about a conversation I had this week with someone where we were talking about haters. And of course, we weren't using that term. We weren't thinking of them as haters. We were just thinking about people who had been obstacles or are obstacles and what we've had to do to get around them, under them, over them, to free ourselves of their negative pullbacks of their haterade and it was an awesome cathartic conversation because we realized that we had to overcome some of the same personality shifts when people who were supposed to have your back who said they loved you who said they would always be your friend when things changed with you when you began to work on the person inside and, you know, morphed a little bit, they weren't down with that. They weren't supportive of that. They were angry. It was like all of a sudden you were getting out of pocket. And we both conceded we totally were. We were growing. We were, um, you know, like those newly birthed butterflies with sticky wings trying to spread them out so they could dry. And the people in our lives who were saying, no, 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 don't get ready to launch, were pinching on those wings and preventing us or attempting to prevent us from taking flight. And we talked about the harvest of bitterness that that caused within us. Because it's a lonely place to be very needful of the support you used to have when you were one way and to be without it when you're trying to grow and strengthen and not understanding why like why why are you not with me right now why can't you be supportive of this thing that I'm doing attempting um, trying to grasp and the simple fact is when people are tugging at your legs as you're trying to lift off, it's often out of fear or anger or resentment. How did you get so lucky? So I'm just thinking tonight about, like, we're sure we're not the only ones, right? Who, and growing, have lost. And it gives new meaning to the phrase, you have to lose to win. Because the ultimate truth is, do you really want to not change, grow, get to the next level, whatever that is, and have someone who's on your heels nipping and biting? Or do you want to shake them off and get to your next level? And perhaps have to re-engage, restart friendships, begin again with new friendships at the new place where 
you're launching yourself. And the beautiful thing is, this isn't across the board, right? You will have people who love you and who always seeing that person you want to be and who are so on board. I cannot express my thankfulness to all the people who have just been on board. You can do this. You can do that. Yes, do it. Hey, I listened to your podcast. It's wonderful. You may want to do this. Did you start a business? Did you, um, you know, um, register with the state so you can advertise? All these things that were helping me drive my wings so that I could fly. And then you had people who were like, oh, you got your little podcast and now I, I don't hear from you. Or what makes you think somebody wants to hear anything you have to say? Or, you know, feeling your hater ray line. <laughs> and it's surprising sometimes where the line is drawn. But if you're tough and resilient, you will go on. You will absolutely find safe place where your wings can dry and where you can launch. Because that's been your MO for your life. Is having to shake off doubt and worry and the am I's, am I good enough, am I fast enough, am I clever enough? And at each encounter with those questions, you've given a good solid answer in your performance. And your ability to handle it. So, surviving your haters is a kind of survivorship. Because there are people we know whose haters have them exactly where they want them. They're cheerleading only as long as they're in place. They're supportive only as long as it's where they want them to be. The moment they begin to flap and dry, there's this resistance. These doubts are maybe are placed in your mind about starting your business, about going back to school about having another baby, right? About getting married, about divorcing. And this is where we have to be our own best actors and our own best cheerleaders and just know ourselves. And I don't want to go so far as to say these people don't love us when they behave this way. I think that would be too broad a sweep. I think it's more that they're incapable of you know being there for us. Cops are passing by. It's so funny. The blue light started flashing. I pulled over. 
and this cop is after somebody in front of me. Ah, real world. Mm, 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 mm. And I have my phone in my lap because, you know, this is how I generally, generally record. And so I was like, oh no, because Georgia's a hands-off state. So yeah, I live in Georgia. And uh, he passed me by. Ah, uh, well. And I'm compassionate for that person who got pulled over who didn't seem to be going that fast but it looks like now the speed limit has gone down to 55 where it was 65 so um I got missed (laughs) I'm not the one being pulled over tonight but I always am afraid for people who are especially it's dark it's after 8 o'clock um the moon is very bright above me and I just hope that they are safe and have pulled over where they feel safe because there aren't any convenience stores or well-lit places like I would have driven on um, despite the lights to a place where I felt safe and that's just the times that we live in and me being who I am So as I was saying, um, I don't think it's that they lack love. I think it's that they probably lack imagination. And your searching doesn't make a whole lot of sense to them. Especially if you're a certain age, right? Like dreaming and um, philosophizing is fine when you're young when you're a little bit older, people are expecting you to kind of settle into something, not to be so switcheroony. And if you are, and if you're always changing and evolving, they don't see that as growth. They see it as just, you know, wandering, aimlessness, you know, um, being untethered and practical. But sometimes for some of us, it takes a while to figure out who we are, where we want to be, what is going to make us happy and I think at any time that we discover aha this is it we ought to be allowed and ought to ought to allow ourselves to get there even if it means doing it alone and luckily for most of us we don't have to do it alone we may have to shake off some people we may have to rattle some consciousnesses but we always have those few people who are like yeah go do it and it may be a stranger in your life it may be a teacher it may be a co-worker it may be that person at church or the meeting or the ladies group who's saying yeah I can see you doing that who gives you the hope and the courage and not necessarily those closest to you so which brings me to I guess the real purpose of tonight's chat, which is what do you do with dream smashers? People who ask you, what do you want? What, where are you going? And when you tell them, begin to pluck and snatch 
sometimes even denigrate. Wow, I'm having a hard time tonight. Denigrate. I think I'm still a little bit shook up by the cop. Denigrate and belittle. Or whose narrative or whose focus is to tell you why you won't be successful. Or to tell you, well, I've gone that path and it didn't work so well for me and this is why you shouldn't do it. Those people are ultimately very dangerous. Because they seem to have it all in hand. They seem to be coming to you from a position of power and perfection and knowledge. And if you're stumbling around in the dark looking for purchase, they planted chattering teeth and knives in that darkness. So you can't trust it. And you're afraid. And you begin to doubt, well, yeah, I, maybe I should be happy with just my master's or doctorate would be, you know, uh, quite a burden on me economically, even though that's the thing that I've always wanted. And I was very fortunate when I started looking around for purchase and safe place. I had women and men in my life who were like, yeah, why aren't you doing this? Like, this is a no-brainer. Go back and get your master's. Go back and get the education to do the thing that you are called to do, that you're longing to do, that you're qualified to do. I have some really great cheerleaders. And I don't... I lament that I don't think they understand how much they're... And these weren't like deep, ongoing, persistent conversations. They were like, just, yeah, go do it. Here, here's how you do it. And giving me the reins to either do or to not to do, to be or not to be. And I seek to do that for others. Because most people aren't asking us to carry the weight. They're not asking us to assume responsibility. They're asking us to believe. They're simply asking us to believe. And so when they're met with our unbelief, our refusal to believe, it becomes another struggle they have to endure. You become another obstacle that they have to walk over, step around, crawl beneath to get to where they're going. I'd like to be the person who says, here, let me give you a leg up. Here, I know how to do that paperwork. Here, I know they have a wonderful program at this college. Here, this is how you apply for a business license in Georgia. Sometimes it's just a matter of giving somebody a website because they're in the dark and they don't know. And here you're shining your small little pinpoint light to help guide them, to give them safe purchase. Sometimes just to give them a resting place. So I'm speaking to those of you who 
are dealing with haters, naysayers. It's not going to happen, Earth. Not now. It's too late for you. Or it's too soon if you're on the youngest end of the spectrum. What do you mean you want to have a doctorate degree? You're only 18. It's too soon for you to decide that. Well, who are we to stand in someone's way? I just... Don't be the kind of person who takes people's dreams and put them in your pocket. Fold them away and put them in your pocket and then tell them how they can. Try to be the kind of person who's telling them how they can. Even if you're just listening. Because you're not going to know all the answers. You may not know anything about starting a business, you know, a pest control business. You don't know anything about that. But your ears can still hear you can still have faith and I want to speak very clearly about this that when you are in a loving relationship and you're naysaying or pouring on the haterade (laughs) to your partner How do you expect them to trust you and to love you? Because part of love is propelling one another to the highest, the highest. Part of love is not saying, ah, I'll. I'll go to this summit with you, but not to the next one. And you know what? I don't want you to go. Stay here where the air is not as thin. Where we'll be happy. And I've had to endure probably more than my share of that. Where I'm with someone who's saying... Or this is how it has to happen. Or this is how it must happen. Or this is what's been true for me. But not listening to my dreams. Or if listening, the chasm of their doubt, resentment, jealousy, fear, is too large for me to be truly heard. And... There's only one position. There's only one thing you can do, and that's to fly away. To set yourself free. So in having this chat with my friend, and I thank them so much for just the unscripted, real moment, But as I look back on it, we were sharing some quite painful instances of being held back. Of being denied, of being told, "Mm, not good enough. Not there yet, or you're too old, or whatever our, our circumstances were. And 
And so in talking with this person, we had some commonalities in our survivorship of the haters. And the number one thing that we shared was an undeniable, unshakable, firm grasp of what we wanted for ourselves. And we were willing to say, aha, 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 sure, 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 sure. When met with our haters and their comments and their attempts to contain and we pressed on anyway. We went on anyway. I'm now passing a fire beside the road. Just random life on 75 and it's, I can't tell if it's a control burn or not. Maybe they're trying to burn back the brush on the side of the road. But um, it seems wildly free and there aren't any firefighters or personnel maintaining it so just another weird aside there's no boring drive on the interstates so yeah so we had that sense that we wanted these things whatever they were for each of us we also had a deeply rooted unshakable cheerleading squad parents, sisters, brothers friends lovers who were telling us at the same time we had the haters pressing nope, 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 go for it, go for it don't turn around, don't listen to them they may have had a good point but that's not the only point there is yes, you're going to fail but keep on going we had some great cheerleaders and like I said, a lot of them weren't meant to stay in our lives. They were just there for that moment to get us over, to give us a hand up. And I'm sad that I don't have a text at the ready. But I do have Ecclesiastes, which tells us that to everything, there is a season. To everything, there is a season. And so in your season of ripening and beauty and hanging so full on the tree is present, don't let anyone come along and pluck it. Look at it and then discard it. Only you can take your gifts, your talents, your efforts, your hard work, and decide what to do with them. That's what I'm thinking tonight. Just the chasm between people's truth saying, as they would tell you, as they're telling you to turn around. And their truth listening. As you're telling them, I have to do this. This is what I was meant to do. This is what I want to do so badly. 
knowing that your full articulation is being misheard, right? That they're not hearing you. And knowing that you're going to go on. You're going to leave them behind. Not maliciously. Not even unkindly. Maybe just having them on the periphery. But there's a piece of your soul and your mind and your heart that is going to go on without them. That's going to leave them behind. And maybe that's the source of their hate. Thank you for listening. This has been Late Night with White. I'm your host, C.D. White. Thank you for your comments and your continued presence and your continued listening and your continued support, which is very real. And as we wrap up season two and a couple more episodes, we're going to be launching a website and some written material and just trying to coalesce. But guys, as I said before, I'm taking my time. I'm taking my time. I'm at the age where I really understand how valuable time is. And I don't feel the need to rush. I feel the need to do what I love and to do it to the best of my ability. Even if it means not doing it as often as even I would like. Thank you once again. Good night.